are listening to In the Booth, a politics podcast from the Frederick News Post. My name is Jack Hogan, and I cover county and state politics. In the weeks leading up to the November 8th general election, we've been interviewing candidates for Frederick County Executive, County Council, and County Sheriff to help voters get to know the candidates they'll be voting for. Today's guest is Sheriff Chuck Jenkins, a Republican who is running for a fifth straight term. Jenkins joined the Frederick County Sheriff's Office in 1990. He spent three years with the office's patrol division before switching to the Criminal Investigations Unit. He was first elected as the county sheriff in 2006. Jenkins' Democratic opponent is Carl Bickle, a retired U.S. Department of Justice senior policy analyst. This is the third straight sheriff showdown between Jenkins and Bickle. Jenkins defeated Bickle in 2014 with 63% of the vote, and he won in 2018 with 52%. Sheriff Jenkins, welcome to the newsroom, and thanks for joining me in the booth. Thank you for the opportunity. Uh, start off, why did you decide to run for re-election? Well, as you know, I've been sheriff now for 16 years, four terms, and I'm running simply because I love this county. I care about the future of the county. I care about the safety of the citizens, everybody that lives here. And I think probably more than any other elected official, because this is home to me, I do care about the future, where we're headed, and most importantly about public safety and how what we can do to protect the citizens, everybody in this county. And right now, most importantly, the schools. So the other piece of this is over the course of the past year, I have had so many people come to me and urge me, encourage me, and suggest and ask and uh, to run again. They like the job that we're doing as an agency. Uh, they feel that I've done a pretty good job as sheriff, arguably, right, depending on what uh, side of the coin you're on. But uh, So I've had so many people, and it, I still have the fire in the belly. I still want to serve this county, and that's why I'm running collectively. What do you feel is the most important issue in the sheriff's race? Well, you know, it, it depends, again, on what direction you're coming from. There are a number of, of important topics. Um, so a lot of it, uh, some of it is crime. And let me say this. Right now, crime is not an issue in Frederick County. We've seen eight straight, eight consecutive years where we have seen reduction in serious crime. So that's not necessarily an issue when you look at what's going on around us, but we don't want it to become an issue. Uh, one issue that my uh, opponent and detractors have made over the years is a 287G program, which in effect is a public safety program. It's been very effective, very successful. So I don't think that's an issue other than my opponents are making it an issue. I think one of the issues uh, that people want to make also is uh, uh, the fact that we are not able to hire law enforcement officers. Again, not really true. We're getting good quality applicants. We've got a few vacancies, not many. So again, the problem isn't right here locally. The problem's going on around us. But people, because people don't like me, the ones who, who don't want me to serve as sheriff again, make these arguments as if they're problems. They're not problems. You mentioned uh, a couple of talking points that I want to be able to yeah, sure. bring up over the course of, of this interview here. The So the first one that you touched on was a 287G agreement. Um, I understand this is a program you support. So can you explain your support for the, the Sheriff's Office 287G agreement? And just as a little bit of background for anyone listening, it allows the U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement to train sheriff's deputies to ask the immigration status of those booked in jails. Correct. What it is, is a jail-based program strictly within the jail that I have been a part of for, we have been a part of in the sheriff's office for 14 years that we have partnered with ICE to have certain uh, correctional officers to be trained as uh, ICE officers 
for the purpose of doing performing certain functions of immigration enforcement. And basically what that does is that we have partnered with ICE to allow us to detain people, turn, turn, the, in, or turn the incarcerants over to ICE for eventual deportation or removal. So over the course of this program, it's been very effective. Over the course of, of 14 years, we have placed in removal proceedings more than 1,620-some-odd criminals, convicted criminals, we have also placed in removal proceedings more than 115 validated criminal gang members that were in this country illegally who are not released onto our streets and not committing crimes. So when you look at this as a public safety program to keep criminals off the street, that's the importance of the program. And let me say right out front, as long as I'm in this seat as sheriff, the program will remain in place. And I'll tell you, with what we're looking at right now, it's more important than ever that we have this in place for the future. Why do you say that? Well, because, uh, again, everybody's aware of what's going on at the open borders. We are being flooded in this country by illegal immigrants, illegal aliens coming in, coming across the border. Within these numbers of, of the millions are tens of thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of people who come here with the intention of doing us, doing us harm. They're criminals. You have, uh, you have gang members, you have cartel members, you have human trafficking. Look at the fentanyl flooding our streets. It's all coming across the southern border. So to have these tools in place to protect our citizens, I think in the future are going to be more important than ever. And let me just say this, and I've said this all during the campaign. America is not prepared for what's coming. We as a, syst- a criminal justice system is not prepared for this. And I don't think Americans are going to tolerate it. They want criminals off our streets. And if it takes partnering with ICE to do that, they're going to want it done. How would you respond to community members who would say the ICE agreement might uh, hurt trust that some community members have with local police? That's political rhetoric. It's, it's false. It's false information. It's simply not true because... People in the immigrant communities report crime. It's very obvious. I've got a case right now where a young lady who lives in the immigrant community and her husband is locked up right now for serious assault charges. He's now being held waiting trial. She came to me begging, begging me to go to ICE to have him removed. He's illegal. He's from Guatemala, if I remember correctly. She's afraid if he's released back onto the street, he will kill her. And this is story after story, time after time. We have people who are uh, serving time in jail right now who are are on detainers, who have committed uh, sex crimes against children, who have impregnated young girls, who have sexually assaulted people in their own immigrant communities. So how can this not be a good thing? It protects the immigrant communities far more than it does the rest of the county. So I'll stand by the fact it's, it's a strong program, it's an effective program, so for me, that's not even up for debate. For debate, How can the sheriff's office build trust with communities in Frederick County, specifically, uh, we mentioned immigrant communities and, and people of color who may not trust the police to keep them safe? Well, I think in Frederick County, I think you'll find that the communities, uh, uh, the minority communities overall trust the police. I think, again, this is driven by political narrative. It's driven by some of the issues, things that have occurred over the past couple of years. But I can tell you wholeheartedly that in this county, uh, um, generally people of color, the, the minority communities do trust law enforcement. I believe they do. What role should school resource officers play in Frederick County? Well, you, you know what? Uh, again, I'll point to the incident at TJ just three weeks ago where the deputy intervened immediately 
and use such instinctive, decisive action to basically protect someone from getting stabbed? Had he not have been there, you'd have had somebody who was at least very seriously injured, maybe even killed. So I'll make my case on that. But the uh, resource officers in Frederick County serve a lot of roles. They're there, number one, to protect the students, the staff, protect the schools to the extent they can. They're there to serve as mentors, to be the uh, basically the, the, the left arm, if you will, of, of the principals who are dealing with issues in the schools. We investigate threats, whether they be threats to individuals, threats to the schools, threats of mass destruction. We investigated 50, I think the number was 52 threats last school year. And if you people really understood the amount of time it takes to run these out and investigate them, you'd be very thankful the SROs are in the schools. Um, I think most of the public does appreciate the fact they're there. And again, I'll go back to the fact that uh, I made this argument with Frederick County Public Schools about two years ago, that again, those deputies are in the schools, they're there to stay. And the beautiful part of it, I've got deputies who want to be in those schools. They're not there to ride out their career. They're not there to just a place that they can maybe do nothing, if you will. But they're there in the schools because they want to be. They care about the students. They coach sports. They're, they're after-school mentors. They work their sporting events. They're there because they really want that assignment, and they're there because they want to serve and protect the kids. Uh, are you going to propose any – or would you support any changes to the way that – to the role that school resource officers have in, in schools, or should it be a continuation of the role that they've had over the I, past few years? I think it should be a continuation. I think the program as it stands work, works very well. So right now, a, a school resource officer assigned to a high school, and that's what we do, assign them to a high school. That officer is also responsible for all the schools that feed into that high school. So let's talk about Catoctin High. So uh, we've got an SRO at Catoctin High. So he is also responsible for uh, the, the Emmitsburg Elementary, Thurmont Elementary and Middle, Lewistown Elementary, uh, Sibyllisville, any, anybody that feeds into that system, any elementary or middle school that feeds into that system, he's responsible for anything in those schools that goes on, for security, for any problems with students that's, that, that need to be addressed by law enforcement. And uh, he gets to know those students. As they come up through the schools, up through the grades, they get to know him or her. The SRO gets to know the students. And most importantly, we even go to the, I guess, extent of making sure the SRO works well with the principal. So we've had uh, deputies who have been with the principal so long in some of these schools, if a principal is to get transferred, that deputy may transfer to the new school with the principal. So it's a great partnership. It works well. I've had uh, conversations with the new superintendent. Uh, She certainly supports the program, and uh, I think it's only going to get better. This question is a little more uh, big picture. What do you see as the, the sheriff's role in law enforcement in Frederick County? Well, the sheriff in Frederick County is the chief law enforcement officer and primary law enforcement outside of the municipalities. That is, is the way it should be. Um, also, the role of the sheriff is to manage and operate the detention center, also provide security at the courthouse and in the courtrooms of Frederick County, and also the service of civil process. What a lot of people don't understand is not only is the sheriff a law enforcement officer, he or she is an officer of the court. So that kind of gives us a dual role there. But uh, again, in Frederick County, uh, we are a progressive, modern, well-trained, professional law enforcement agency. I know a lot of people, uh, especially a lot of the Democrats, are talking that they would like to see a county police. 
I don't think that would serve the citizens well because a police chief only serves another elected official. I serve the people of this county. I report to the people of this county. I'm held accountable every four years by the citizens of Frederick County. And I think the citizens are better served by a sheriff rather than a chief of police. So I think the role of sheriff in Frederick County is very appropriate. Uh, I take that role very seriously. Um, I think what you'll find, and I, I kind of uh, set, I think I've set the standard that, that there's no other elected official in this county that's closer to the people than a sheriff. And I am that sheriff that's close to the people. Everybody in this county knows I'm accessible. All you have to do is pick up the phone, call me, email me. I get back to you. I don't defer that to another person. I get back to every individual that contacts me. So I, th I think that's the role of a sheriff is to be close to the people, serve the people, and respond to what the people want. You mentioned that you've heard from some Democrats running for a local office that they would be they would support restructuring the the sheriff's office or the role that the sheriff has the that it would report directly to the county when this has no. come up. Well, what what it is? Every, yep. So so they can't they can they can only maybe diminish the role of the sheriff. They they can't take away the role of the sheriff completely. The Maryland Constitution says every county shall have a sheriff, but, but the duties of the sheriff could be could be altered by a decision of maybe the county council or a county executive or maybe a referendum. So they could basically say, okay, we want a sheriff that's only responsible for judicial and the courthouse security and civil process, which in some counties is the way it is. Mm -hmm. Correct. And the reason I bring it up when this question has come up in, in forums that I covered in recent weeks, the both, both Democrats and Republicans running for local office didn't seem to commit to wanting to do that. Um, especially if it was, if the current sheriff, was well, that's what was this is about. To it. So, so this is what it's about. It's about certain elected officials that are running for office and are currently in office don't like me. They don't like Chuck Jenkins, sheriff, because mm -hmm. of some of my uh, stands, some of my positions, the fact that I'm a law and order sheriff. Okay, the fact that I don't want criminals released onto the streets, that I don't uh, deviate on on where I stand on something, especially law and order. They don't like that. What they want is to, if I were to win this again, okay, which, which I certainly hope to, and I. I expect to. I mean, I'm, I'm really uh, hopeful. So I think what they would like to see is diminish the role of the sheriff because of me. But I think the citizens are going to fight back. I think whoever takes this on, whether it's a county executive or a county council, is in for the political fight of their careers because I think the citizens of this county like and respect and are very well satisfied with what the sheriff's office does now. If we were the sheriff's office that we were 25 years ago with maybe 60 or 70 deputies, but we've, we've evolved into a professional, full-service organization, well-trained, uh, had the best people that we can possibly hire, great command staff. We made good decisions at the operational level. Um, I don't think they're going to want to change. So we spoke about the role of the sheriff, the way that you see the the role that you see the sheriff has in Frederick County law enforcement. The Marshall Project, a nonprofit news organization that covers criminal justice, mentioned you in an October 18th story about the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association, which seems to say that uh, sheriffs do not have to enforce laws they consider unconstitutional. Do you belong to the group or do you share its views? I'm a member of the group, yes. I'm a member of the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association because the, listen, people don't understand 
the, the scope and the authority that a sheriff has. But what's really important to know is that the sheriff is, has to uphold the law and to respect and, and enforce the rights and liberties of every individual, every race, every ethnicity, every, every, every person, okay? So when I protect the rights of the criminals, that's okay. But somehow when I speak out to protect the rights of the average citizen, I'm a bad guy, and I don't get that. I don't understand that. So there's a political rhetoric that goes against this uh, C- CSPOA, okay? It's become a political wedge issue. Listen, I'm not, I'm not an extremist. I'm not a radical. I simply believe in the protection and, and safety of the people here in Frederick County, and that's my job to do that, and I take that oath very seriously. And a part of that is knowing and, and knowing and understanding what a sheriff should be doing. And all the CSPOA does is basically reinforces and reminds you of what the role of a sheriff is and, and other police officers. Every police chief ought to be doing the same thing I'm doing, but they don't. This is all politically driven. Listen, the, the organization, what was that, the Marshall Project? Correct. Criticized me for being a part of it, right? There was no criticism, just okay. mentioned you, mentioned your name in a story that, yeah. that they were writing about the association. Right, and, and they're probably a, a liberal-leaning organization that, that doesn't respect or understand the role of a sheriff, and I take that very seriously. You mentioned at a meeting over the summer with county council members that the sheriff office the sheriff's office was short on staff. What caused the staffing shortage, and what could you do with another term as sheriff to increase staffing? Well, the, the uh, staffing, uh, the numbers of staffing, they're, they're constantly changing. Okay, so right now, I can tell you right now, we have seven vacancies, and they're due to retirements. We're very fortunate. We're able to, to fill vacancies through lateral hires, through new recruit hires. We get very good people. We get quality people. Um, that number will always be moving. So right now, we're in, a, we're in a time in the agency. I have like 54 deputies that could retire. It sounds familiar. This is what you were mentioning at the council right. meeting. Right. Yeah. So, so not to say they will or they won't, but they could. So as time goes by, so just here a couple of months ago, we were down to like three or four vacancies. Okay. I don't track this every day, but so, so we had a flurry of retirements. And I'll tell you why we're getting retirements, because the men and women that work within the sheriff's office have performed so well with what they've done in law enforcement, they're getting great opportunities. So when someone comes along with a better opportunity for another salary and, you know, you, you've had enough years to retire, you can get a, have another good career with a very good salary, more benefits, who's not going to take that? So you can't fault them for it. You have to say that's a feather in the hat of the agency. But we don't have people leaving to go to other agencies. We have people leaving other agencies to come to us. So that, that number of vacancies is always a moving target, and we are constantly hiring. So... So think about this. We've got 100 and roughly 190 sworn authorized authorized strength, the 190 roughly positions. We have, what I say, six or seven vacancies. That's not bad. That's much better than other agencies around us. Are you worried that there could be a flurry of officers retiring and then that would leave a number of vacancies or is that... I mean, can you just not really predict that or preempt it's, it? It's unpredictable, uh, concerning. But again, when you think about the opportunities they're getting, you can't blame them. I mean, you've, you've paid your dues, you've worked your career, you have another good opportunity somewhere else. Who's not going to take that? So I, I don't fault them for it. As a matter of fact, uh, you know, I shake their hand and say, hey, you've had a great career here. Wish you the best because I do. 
when I think about it, I've got in Carroll County Public Schools, the head of security is one of my former sergeants. The head of security in Frederick County Public Schools is a former sheriff's office sergeant. The public safety director of, of uh, Mount St. Mary's is a former Frederick County Sheriff's Office captain. So how good is that? That speaks to the agency. It speaks to the quality of the people that we hire and have their careers, and they've had very good careers. So, again, don't let the numbers be over-concerning, but we'll always monitor those. And uh, like I said, we'll, we'll get there. We will continue to hire people. We've got very competitive salaries, benefits. It's a great place to work. And listen, we're picking off we're picking off officers and, and uh, deputies from Montgomery County who want to come to work here because of the way policing is going in Montgomery County. Is there anything else you'd like to accomplish in another term as sheriff that you think I should have asked about? Well, listen, um, there, there's always things to accomplish because priorities are, are like juggling balls in the air. They're constantly changing. I want to continue to attack the, the fentanyl and heroin crisis, which we've done successfully for a decade now through both the enforcement side and also I'm very supportive of recovery efforts and treatment efforts. I want to continue that. Hopefully we can defeat this. But I'm going to step back and say until we solve the problem at the border, until we close that border, we will never solve the entire heroin fentanyl problem. And right now all the, all the overdose data says it's fentanyl. So I want to continue that. Again, I think the 287G program will be more important going forward. I want to continue the strategies that have led us to eight consecutive years in reductions of crime. Let me lay this out a different way. I look at Montgomery County. I look at Loudoun County. I look at Prince George's. I look at other jurisdictions. They are dealing with carjackings every day. People beat down on the street, armed robberies, okay, uh, shootings. You know what we're dealing with in the county? We've got houses being egged. We've got mailbox being knocked, mailboxes being knocked down, and we're looking at, at, at pumpkin patches. Now, how good is that, right? When you look at what's going on around us, give the sheriff's office some credit. Even if you don't want to give me any credit, give the sheriff's office credit and the other agencies, Frederick City, Maryland State Police, for being effective law enforcement agencies in this program, doing their jobs, being proactive, and wanting to get the criminals off the street and keeping them off the street. At the end of the day, that's the role of a sheriff. Protect and serve the county, keep the county safe, get criminals off the street, and keep them off the street. All right. Well, Sheriff Jenkins, I appreciate you taking some time to come into the newsroom and join me in the booth. Thank you. Appreciate it.